Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hi there, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. You got me back for a little solo episode. Um, I hope you got a chance to listen to Chelsea's episode last week. It was just such a delight and a treat to have her in town. And I had to laugh thinking about, you know, today and the day. The day that today is, is it's voting day. I'm never, we talked about a little bit of stuff on the podcast last week, and I never like to have it be like a political podcast podcast. I don't find the platform to be useful about that when we're talking about self-care. Sometimes it's nice to just remove all those other things, but today is the day to vote. So I do highly recommend to, you've worked for that right, we've earned that right. There's been so many things that have happened over time, like be a woman, be a man, be a person at that voting poll today and go ahead and be sure to cast your vote um, because it is something that we weren't always privileged to have. So please go out and do that today. Um, One thing that I love about having a salaried job and not necessarily a nine to five job is the fact that I can show up uh, to the polls at any time. So I don't have to worry about the crazy long lines in the morning or the crazy long lines at night because that would drive me berserk. But my husband, who is back, yes, Douglas is home. Um, we'll get into that a little bit, but who's back, had said t- something to me this morning about how he's like, you know, it should be just a day that the government gives us off. So there's no like situations with mail-in ballots or not being able to get to the polls on time or being, you know, stressed about that. And I know a lot of um, workplaces are, uh, I guess you could say, understandable about like, you know, having to get out, maybe giving you a longer lunch break or letting you leave work early or come in a little later so you can go to the polls. But it was a valid point. It almost seems like, hey, you know, this is the one thing that the government could grant us as a day off on election day. So we could make sure to kind of show up throughout the day to vote and, um, you know, have that day to really hone in on, you know, what it's about and how important it is for us to utilize that right to vote. So we kind of discussed about that a little bit this morning, and I thought it was quite interesting. So I'd be curious to hear what anyone else has to say about that. But to rewind all the way back, so we were saying that Chelsea was here, and um, I can't believe a whole week has gone by, but I remember I had done a solo episode, and then I gave you Chelsea's episode. And the minute that Chelsea was gone, um, I had this like relief in a way um, just to be back in my space by myself but at the same point like immediately missed like having another human here. So yes it was like a nice relief to be like okay you know back to like my way of doing things or like you know whatever I need to do today whatever I need to accomplish um, you know giving yourself that self-care time that me time whatever that is even as an extroverted person and like being ecstatic about having 
you know, my best friend here in my house with me for two weeks also gave me a moment to say, hey, now now let me check back in with me. And like, what does Stasi need? And what did Stasi need? Well, she needed to socialize, which is crazy because like the whole time she was here, I had, you know, someone here and this would be a perfect time for me to have alone time. But yet I had chose to like very much fill overfill my cup with going to, you know, a dinner date night with friends, um, going trick or treating with my girlfriends and their kids, which was just such a delight and made me think about all the things that, you know, Doug and I were focused on prior to him leaving. And kind of checking back in with myself um, before he returned because we were supposed to have this lovely little overlap of him being here for a day while she was still in town. And unfortunately, the mission was extended for about two weeks. So me coming back to this space of like trying to navigate, you know, what is what is self-care? This constant question that comes up on a million different ways. And and there are certain things that I noticed that I just kind of do and did Um one of the things being going to an outing with friends and doing the trick-or-treat night. You know, I had so much fun. I think when you don't have a child, you have a lot more fun with children. Not because you wouldn't have fun with your own children, but um, I see this like extra joy in it and I have fun with it with my friends. So I did some face painting on my girlfriend's son, which was like such a delight and we went out into their, they have a, um, a development that they're in. Developments were never really my thing. I have to admit, like I've always loved like the character and the historical more um, homes. They usually have a lot more things you have to deal with. But um, you also have, you know, a little bit more of a historical quality to the homes from instead of like creating that um, by like having to implement certain moldings and stuff like that like they're already there they already exist it's just about cleaning them up and so I was in their development but it was it was nice it was quaint it was quiet and I went on a walk with Doug and our dog yesterday and we went on a nice long walk and I just remember being a kid and um, uh, we didn't have phones back then. So I remember being a kid and just like being unplugged and being on walks with your family. And, you know, so it was nice because every time I was going on walks with Miko by myself, like I would notice, you know, a couple or a guy walking a dog or a mom with her kid in the, in the, uh, carriage oh my god I can't even think of the right word right now y'all know what I'm talking about is her, her mom like pushing their child um and you know the dog being there too and just just seeing these people out and about and taking these moments to just kind of get their body moving and walking you know I always talk about that but we were walking around yesterday and I thought about you know me going around and walking around the cul like the cul-de-sac with them and it's just, it's so, 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 so different, you know, being in a city versus being in more of a suburb. And and I'm still, you know, in a much smaller city on a smaller scale than Manhattan, but kind of like what my walk looks like when I walk my dog around here and how many neighbors I pass versus like what it feels like in those developments. It's kind of this like safer vibe, you know, suburbia kind of feel, Um big mowed lawns you know everyone houses kind of look the same but it was cute it kind of like kind of brought me back to when I was a kid and I was going trick-or-treating and Doug's birthday is the day before Halloween so we're not big Halloween people we did dress up as minions one year it was very fun um and I definitely like really creative Halloween costumes but I don't go out of my way 
and I, some people they're gonna hate me for this, but I don't go out of my way to waste money on a costume if I don't need it. Like if we're not attending something specific that we've been planning on and then putting together this costume. And I guarantee you all that may change by the time we have kids. We'll probably have like themed family outfits or um you know, then there'll be the years where it'll be easy on me and I'll just pop a witch's hat on or something like that and, <laughs> and we'll just push the kids around. But it it was this idea of like, oh yeah, right, this family life and all this stuff that I've been um, thinking about and talking about on the podcast and in life. And and when he came back, I just said, you know, there are some things that I like to do together as a team. And and the more and more and more I've been journaling and realizing certain things and where specific arguments and stuff like that come from or disagreements or when I feel like I need more attention or whatever that may look like, it usually has to do with something along the lines of like, I want to do stuff together. And that all goes to this whole full circle of the the adaptation of this episode and like the theme of this episode, which is being a chameleon. And I've always done this well. And I think back on so much of my past and I really truly adapt to the energy of the people around me. And I laugh because dogs are like this too, right? Like I think that Miko's great. She's like awesome. Some days she's like super chill and just wants to chill on the couch and then gets a random burst of energy which gets me out moving. And then other times I could take her out the entire day and she'd rally with me all day. You know, I can take her on that long two-hour car ride to go pick up Doug in the dark um, at his base. And then we can drive all the way back home and she's she's great. But this adaptation concept for me, when I have nobody around, sometimes I feel unmotivated because no one's no one's watching me. Like I'm not proving myself to anyone. And if I don't have to be somewhere, like when I worked for Lululemon and Doug was gone, it gave me purpose and priority. And I knew I needed to show up somewhere, which forced me to like bathe and put on clothes and put on makeup and like do my hair and, and care about myself. And not to say when he was gone this last time that I didn't shower or anything, because that's disgusting. But I'm just saying like, when he was gone, it made me realize like there's more times where if I didn't have to specifically be somewhere, if I was able to not schedule a meeting or cram a bunch of stuff in and like then I would get on a roll. If I get on a roll, I was like down. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like knocking this out. I'm knocking that out. I'm knocking this out. I'm knocking that out. And then if I get in a slump, like I stay in that slump. And usually a person or a person's presence or an engagement that I need to go to is what pulls me out of set slump, meaning that I am very much a chameleon. And I realized, you know, coming back to Lancaster and being around friends that have family, like, of course I wanted, I mean, we were getting married. So of course I want a family and stuff now, not for the case of FOMO, but it is, it's like, I see this, you know, what other purpose do I have in life if I don't, if I'm not driven by someone needing me now, that is not a reason to have kids, but it was a thought in my mind where I was like, okay, you know, maybe there is a reason why we hit this certain point in our lives and we think to ourselves, I want more or like we want to have kids. It's because you can only do so much for yourself, right? So Doug left and explored the world so much with performing. And I explored a lot of the world too. I explored more of the United States, but um, I would like to explore with my husband now. But at the same point, we've talked about this on the podcast 34 years old I am and I 
we want to have kids and we needed to start to at least attempt to try or understand my body enough. But at the same point, like I'm devastated and would love to go to the Azores for a honeymoon, but I don't want to plan a trip to go on a honeymoon and then be pregnant on that honeymoon. Um, I'd rather like go when I'm not pregnant and we can really enjoy it. So to spend that kind of money, it's like, do we stop trying in order to go on that trip? All these different things, but we know we want to try to have kids. And right now, I'm sure whoever's listening to this podcast is like, oh, wow, Saz has gone off on one of her tangents and she's all over the place. Yes, I am, but I have a point. So this chameleon aspect is just so strange to me because after Chelsea had left then, of course, if I did want to hang out with people, I made that happen. But if somebody said to me, like, let's get together, one of my friends is in town, he's in a show, um, I actually have a podcast episode with him that I have never edited, so I would love to pop that up here soon and shortly. But he's in town doing a show and had asked me if I wanted to go out after his rehearsal. And it was so late. And in my mind, I'm like 9 p.m. Like I am not meeting up with anybody at 9 p.m. except for my glass of wine and my pajamas. That's who I'm meeting up with at 9 p.m. But that's a self-care thing for me. Could I have rallied? Could I have gone out? Absolutely. But like for me, what I needed in that time was the sun was set. I needed my glass of wine. I wanted to have dinner and just relax and do my own thing and turn on a movie. And I do really like that alone time. But I have become a bit of a chameleon with that too. And I have definitely just talked to Doug about this yet last night. I said I've gotten grown so accustomed to like cooking dinner and then eating it in front of the TV because we don't have a dinner table and I was alone too. So it definitely, you know, it was like my form of entertainment at night was to like, you know, binge into like whatever episode series I was watching or maybe pop a movie in to put me in the Halloween spirit or something like that. And of course it was the kitschy Halloween spirit. We all know it's like hocus pocus for me, not Amityville horror Um, because I'm just absolutely terrified. So we have all these different um, moments where that to me was a chameleon energy that I was doing. I was like, I need, we need to find time to get back to like eating at the dinner table. Like that's something that we used to do so well pre-pandemic. Um, we ate at the table and we talked about our day and then we went and watched like our show. So you were watching maybe like one episode a night as opposed to like three episodes or like being in front of the TV for so long. And it it is it's it's extremely um easy to get into these positive and negative chameleon moments in life so what i'm trying to do is sit down and kind of really evaluate what is a positive and what's a negative habits right habits that can be kicked um i used to have i had an acting teacher that came in to do a master class with us at my conservatory. And I'll never forget it. We were sitting in this room and someone came in late. And half the class kind of like looked back and checked out, um, checked out set person. And then the other half of the class didn't. And she was like, so let's, let's evaluate that. Like, let's, let's dig deeper. So why did half of you turn around? And she called on a couple people who turned around and they were like, well, something in the room shifted, something changed. And I was just bringing attention to it. And then someone like me who didn't acknowledge it, she asked me what I thought. And I said, well, I didn't want to turn around and make any more of a disruption than it already was that this person was coming in late. And I wanted to make sure that you had the floor. And I was showing that I was paying attention by ignoring what happened behind me. She, what she said was neither was wrong. 
Um, neither was wrong because we both still acknowledged and then made a choice. We acknowledged that something new had shifted in the room and we either made it apparent or we didn't. And it was like an acting exercise too. So she said, there are things that will happen on stage. And if something new happens, you should be responding to it and looking and, and seeing it and reacting to it. And then there are times when things go awry that you need to kind of stay in the zone and pretend like nothing has shifted even though you know that it has and keep moving forward because you don't want to distract the audience um, and and make them focus on this new thing. You want to keep them in the storyline. So it was like this kind of cool understanding, but I've always taken it in this way of like, was I wrong? Should I have turned around? Or should I, what did I do the right thing? And there was no right and wrong was the moral of the story. Um, But because of that, I've noticed habits that I've created in life. And I'm like, am I doing that out of habit? Am I doing that because, you know, this is the same thing I do every time? Or am I doing it because, and I can make, I can make something new shift and change. Um, which was a great exercise for theater because you want to create this arc, but you wanted to be present and live on stage at all times, but still in the realm of the same tactical choices you're using. And this keeps you from phoning it in. So I thought in my head, well, if I'm doing that, you know, at the dinner table and stuff like that, how can we switch that up? Um, how can I still encourage things? I can go on the long walk and sometimes, you know, maybe Doug doesn't want to go on that long walk, but I think that it's important for me to go on that long walk just to like get my phone away, clear my head, tune into a podcast or do whatever. And that for me is a form of self-care, a free form of self-care, by the way, because again, there's so many different forms of it. And um, sitting in front of the TV is also a form of self-care sometimes, but it doesn't have to happen every single night. So finding moments when it doesn't have to be that, you know, is kind of the new trick. So I've been trying to write down some of my habits that I've had without Doug being here and write down some of the ones that, you know, I noticed that we get into and just see where there's room for me to be a little bit more present and maybe make a different choice. And that's been an interesting process for sure. Um, You know, encouragement is another thing that, Doug will always bring up to me when we're talking about stuff. And he's like, you know, if you want me to change, you're going to have to encourage me to change. So, you know, if I, I don't need to blame him or blame anyone when I'm getting into this chameleon mindset, if someone else is relaxing, I can also get up and move myself. I can make the choice not to be the chameleon and make a different choice. Um, But at the end of the day, the reason that I do that is because of quality time. I want to spend time doing things with a person. Same thing with like the carpet in my house or writing our thank you cards. Like I had a specific way I wanted to do them, but I wanted the assistance or I wanted to do them with Doug. Um, You know, what, you know, write, write all of them out and then I'll write them down or something like that on the actual paper. Um, or tell me, you know, something that I can say in this thank you card to set person. But instead, like I did almost all of them myself, just in case I needed, I said, if there's anything extra you want me to add to this person, this person or this person, like, let me know. But I didn't have to blame him. You know, that was something that I needed to do. I needed to get done because I had a specific way I wanted to do it. And I didn't want to release the reins to allow um, it to be done in a way that I didn't want it to be done. Um, some people would call that controlling. I think I just wanted it to, I just wanted it to be a very presentable and like nice handwriting and stuff. But we do all these different 
moments and it's because I want to spend quality time with Doug when we have free time. So the weekend rolls around and I want to get things done, but I don't necessarily need to force him to do all of them. Like there are certain things that I can just do on my own. And, um, I can acknowledge it by saying like, here are a lot of the things that I want to get done this weekend. Um, can you check off a couple of them that you're okay with me doing on my own without feeling guilty that you're taking, you know, a 10 now because you're, job is different than my job. Like I get to take a little bit more breaks or longer mornings if I want to have them. It just depends on how I set my day up. And knowing that that chameleon mindset can be good because I know that I can go ahead and take care of certain things. Um, Like I can quick vacuum the house for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever on a Monday through Friday. Like I have that option. Um, where not everybody does because they have to show up somewhere, you know, and they're not going to do it before they leave for work. And when they come home from work, they're like done for the day. So you have all these different adaptations of how to get things, how to get things accomplished and how to get things done, but you don't need to put that pressure on your partner. But at the end of the day, what I realized was it was just that I wanted to spend quality time with Doug, but it took him being gone, me being by myself and then Chelsea being here and then her not being here for me to really actually understand what that actually looked like. So I don't have to blame or force or um, attack anything. And I don't have to become a chameleon and slump into, oh, I guess we're relaxing. Like I can still actively do the things that I need to do. And what has helped me with that, I will say this, biggest thing that's been my motivator because on days where I wake up and I stayed in my PJs or my slip, my nightgown or my my kimono kimono that I love so much, um, or I'm in my, you know, sweats from the night before that I was wearing, I get into that chill, relaxed, slunk mode. Doesn't mean I'm not doing things. It just means that I'm not getting up and out to do things. So that's fine if you have a lot of things to do um, admin-wise or emails to catch up on or, or whatever. But it does really, really help me to like wake up, get my coffee, have a little bit of time, and then I pick the moment where it's like, okay, now it's time to wash your face, maybe get in the shower, um, and put a new outfit on or put some new clothes on um, because it just gets me moving or literally keep on what I have on and take Miko on her walk earlier in the day and then take the shower and just at least be fresh and ready. So then if I need to go somewhere at the, the, you know, if I have to pop out, it's not like I need a whole hour to prepare, um, with the whole like shower and getting ready process. I'm already ready for the day. And some people are going to say, oh, well, you know, you don't always have to put makeup on. It doesn't always have to look good. And I completely agree. But I do think sometimes, you know, taking that shower, slapping some makeup on, putting an outfit on and um, taking my glasses off makes me realize like I can be a little bit more productive. And that has helped me a lot in the past um, week after Chelsea had left because I went back to wanting to be lazy and I definitely did as well. And when I say lazy, it means so many different things. Like it means that I'm strategizing for work instead of like meeting with someone to do a specific meeting. Like I still have all my meetings set up, but I'm not like boots on the ground, boots on the ground. I might be like deep into emails or texting people a lot or like setting things up. So then that way the meeting um, has purpose and it has drive and usually that sale gets made. So still work. It's just work 
behind the scenes, I guess, in the darkness, in the shadow, in the shadow of the night. Um, so that is kind of the vibe of this chameleon idea that I had. So adapting to those around you goes all the way back to me with like friends and you know, if they wanted to do blank, like I would do it too. And yes, I was a leader and I would lead, but I still look back and I wonder in my head, you know, different things like my body and what I wanted and what I needed. If a million people all say like they want to go out and get ice cream, I'm going to go with them and get ice cream. If I'm with a bunch of people who like just want to drink red wine and maybe have some cheese, we're probably going to drink a lot of red wine and have cheese. If I'm with um, someone that really, you know, isn't necessarily hungry all the time. I probably don't eat that much. When I'm all alone, I definitely like don't eat that much at all. Um, I don't buy myself sweets. I don't, I wouldn't go out of my way to get myself a treat because I'm by myself. So I'm like, well, I mean, yes, I can enjoy this, but what I do enjoy during that time is self-care. And those things are like my treats, whether that be um, getting myself a massage, getting my nails done. These are the ones that I pay for. I just found out too that the gym that I teach at, there's a downtown location and that gym has a sauna. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I'm able to go to this sauna now um, because Chelsea loves a freaking sauna. You heard that in her episode. She always talks about like her blackout Mondays and I was like, I wish I could like just pop in a podcast and, you know, like take my headphones in somewhere and, and, um, leave my phone like outside or whatever and listen to an episode and just like be in a sauna. Cause that sounds so amazing. So those are all different ways that I know that I can start the day. You know, you could get yourself moving in that way. And when she was here too, like she wanted to work out so much and I have this option and I have free classes and I, I never utilize them. And it's like, why am I wasting, you know, all these classes that I could be utilizing? Like those are great forms of self-care. Those are great motivators. It's a way to make me sweat and then come home and shower and then like be active with my day. Um, and I've just, I've noticed, I've just noticed it, that I do really, really, really conform to those around me and, and that's on me. Um, so I'm going to do a lot to work on, you know, if, if Doug's back right now and taking like a couple weeks off to get, or a couple days off to get like resettled and, and to take care of a million things that we have going on with the house or like changing over cell phone plans or dealing with certain um, work things and stuff like that and finishing up paperwork that he had from his mission, like all these different things that, um, he needs to do doesn't mean that I need to just like be at home. Um, I'll still have time with him. He'll still be here when I get back. Like it's still going to be okay, but I can still go out and do the things that I need to do. Um, and if I don't have anything that I need to do in order to get myself kind of pushed to go, um, I've, I've said this, you know, take that time to do that self-care, that walk, that shower, that whatever, to kind of get yourself motivated and moving. So I hope um, this all helped. I posted on my, um, I posted on my episode, or not my episode, on my Instagram today. Um, this is what I'm going to wrap up with you, but it's, it's this really funny, um, I'm going to actually play it because it's so funny, um, but it was this really funny little meme that was, or it was a reel, I guess is what the kids call it. It was a reel on Instagram. So it's a reel on Instagram that I was just dying about and, and my husband, I guess, had showed it to me and it just cracked me up. So 
Um, I guess it's called, it's L-O-G-E-Y Pump 23. And he does all these videos with Elmo and they're explicit. Just a heads up before I play it. It's not kid friendly, but it cracked me up. So I'm going to let you hear it right now. Here it is. Hey, what are you doing? Why are you sitting there? Why are you sitting there doing fucking nothing? Get up off your ass and start doing something. Elmo's gonna go do something. Elmo's gonna go take a shit. Yeah, big fat shit. <laughs> so <laughs> that was it. But it cracked us up this morning, and it's it's true. You know, I mean, I think that we watched Sesame Street as kids. Um, to get us, you know, to learn and to do things and um, to get motivated to go on walks and to be healthy and to want to be healthy. You know, that's what I remember Sesame Street being as a kid. And just to see that figure even saying something to me that resonated with me today. And it was like, look, just because, you know, you don't have to sit around. And it was funny, too, because it's like you're scrolling on TikTok or you're scrolling on Instagram. And then like an hour goes by and you're like, what did I just do with my life? So knowing that there are these moments where you can just say, hey, just get up and go do something. Um, and it'll, it'll really, really help you get inspired. And that's why I always say, just go on a walk. I'm not telling you to run a 5k cause I'm definitely not running a 5k, but it's just a, you know, a nice, strong, strong wake up of just not having to do what everyone else is doing around you and just stop being a chameleon. And if everyone's kind of chilling, go out and do something and you may change everyone's mind to do it. You know, I don't have to wait for Doug to do certain things too. If, if I want to go out and I want to rake all the leaves, which I did too, I was out in the yard this weekend and it felt nice. It was so nice out and I was raking the yard and clipping back stuff. And then my dad came and helped me with the last of it the, the next day and took all my um, you know, leaves in the bags and stuff like that to the recycling. But be- because we did that, it was like me being able to like look back on something that I had that I had done that I had accomplished when Chelsea like ripped up all the carpet on our stairs. She was like, took me two hours, you know, they're, they're not done, but that part's ripped up and it's cleaned. And then you can do the next one, rip up and clean, and then you can sand it all and, you know, get them done, get, get that next phase done. Um, So sometimes the initiation has to be made by someone else for me to be like, okay, got to go. But I can also be the initiator too. I can do the thing. And then maybe that motivates someone else to kind of get moving. So that was it. That's the episode. I hope if anything resonated with you, you know how it goes. You can always reach back to me. Remember, none of the episodes are in sequential order. Again, if you didn't listen to Chelsea's episode, please go back and listen to that episode this week. And also remember to go vote today and um, have an amazing rest of your week. Maybe go become a prune in a sauna or a poached egg, as Chelsea says, in a bath. I love you all. I'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia. 
or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.